Welcome to episode number 150, Armin Show Podcast. How did we do it? We just roll. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you on here. This one, I want to talk about a few different things. But first one, there's a recently popular game called Fortnite. A lot of people are playing it. It's like you walk around, you shoot, you hide behind people. You can build forts to go up in different areas. You get their weapon. You know, it's very popular. You can play it on all platforms. It's free for general playing Youth are playing it, some celebrities, some Twitch streamers online, and so on. If I have a guest episode with Titan at some point, well, we'll talk about that. Now, it was created by Epic Mega Games, or Epic Games, which is the name of the company, which they made the games I played a long time ago, which is kind of cool. So... Epic Games is the company that made this game. They made the Unreal Tournament game and also the Unreal Engine. I used to play Unreal and Unreal 2004. What cool games. They started by Tim Sweeney. That's the programmer who made the company back in 1991 in Potomac, Maryland. He made Potomac Computer Systems. And his first game, this is the coolest part. His first game was ZZT. When I was seven or eight or whatever, I was playing ZZT. I think that's quite neat. It was one of the games I was like in it. So what was ZZT? You're like this little little guy on the screen. And you would walk around. You would walk around and you would go through little worlds and the crazy thing is what fun they're not that different from the games we play today they were just two-dimensional and they had little descriptions it's not that different so things don't really change that much i'm looking at some screenshots from zzt and it was like little worlds you would go through you would try to go through a door but you didn't have the key so you needed to unlock the key but how would you do that there was like challenges built into it and it was very simple looking compared to today's games but it still wasn't easy you'd have to solve puzzles uh go find the colored keys that matched what you needed sometimes you needed a certain number of gems i believe they were called to do certain things to buy certain stuff to get a torch to see in the dark yes not only was the game full of these maps and worlds that you would play through but you could make your own And I definitely tried to make a few of my own, which was okay. I didn't make anything full, just little small, like, little bits and pieces. But you could make a whole game world were you to put in the time. There was a little, like, uh, shooting thing where you'd kind of throw a little ball and it would shoot through a wall or you could get an enemy. And you had to do things in the right way. Sometimes you could only go a certain way and you couldn't go back. You could only go forward, but you couldn't go back. So you had to plan things out well. All these details make it like a puzzle world. Or kind of like a travel, you look around, check things world. Now this was made in 1991. Epic Mega Games has had many games since then. Many of which I have played. Uh, over the years, most of them back in the 1990s. 
a long time ago, which is, I think that's kind of neat. That's my, when I would actually play games, was a long time ago. There was the ZZT games, which I just described. Epic Pinball 1993 was a pinball game. I played that a lot. Obviously, it's on your computer, so it's not a pinball machine, but what fun. There's many games between these ones I'm mentioning, by the way. Jazz Jackrabbit in 1994. Wow. How cool is that? What fun. You were a jazz. You'd walk around and you'd get stuff and do upgrades and whatnot. I thought that was quite cool. A very fun looking game with good fun music too. That was a key thing for some of these games. Fun music or sound effects. And it was of a different time. What can I say? It was of a different time. But you'd uh, you'd go through worlds and solve them. Now probably my favorite game ever from Epic Mega Games. Uh, it's hard to say what it is, but I'm going to go with it. One Must Fall 2097. This was in 1994 that they came out. So they came out with a lot of this stuff, 1993-4. They were pushing hard. I realize it now, now looking at their game list, they were pushing hard on games back then. It wasn't until Unreal Tournament in 1999 and forward that they really focused. They were like, oh, people are liking this. They made Unreal Tournament 2003, Unreal Tournament 2004, Unreal Championship, uh, Unreal Tournament 3. So they made a lot of them. It looks like they might even have another one on the way in the near future. But One Must Fall 2097 was darn near my favorite game, 1994 time. I had it on discs, which is wonderful. And the funny thing is, that's 1994. That's like, I guess, 10 years before some people who are kids now who are playing games were born. That's classic. You know, shout-outs to living. We doing it. Yes, this game, One Must Fall 2097, had music that this one theme from the song, from the game that you played during a fight, I've played that song, or I used to play it, for hours on loop. And it was a one-minute, like one-minute, ten-second song, or one-minute, twenty or something. I'd play it for hours. And this was over a long period of time. That song, I thought, would be one of the songs I listened to most in my existence. It probably still is. And had a lot of punch to it. A lot of punch to it, liveliness. There, It's something you remember. And the effort that is put into making something. All the details, if you do a good job, last for months and years. But if you don't do a good job... Everything you do just disappears within minutes or hours in someone's memories. Yeah, so what a fun game. It was like a One Must Fall was a fighting game. You're like two guys kind of fighting robots or different people battling each other. Other game they had was in 1995, Tyrion. It was like you were a flying ship and you would go shoot flying ships along the way. Which is not that different from this one game called Raptor, but that was by a different company, Apogee. That's the best part. At the same time they were making all these games, there were a few other companies, Apogee and ID Software, making their own categories of games similar, but their own type. 
Competition is very good. Without competition, a lot of this stuff probably not would have not happened. Later, they made a Jazz Jackrabbit 2. Always in life, if you see a 2 of something, it means 1 was probably quite good. And then there's a bunch of different games. Gears of War, which I didn't really enjoy. It was on console. They basically went where people were. So that's a smart decision to make. Go where people are. That is liked. They, by the way, their name used to be Epic Mega Games until, like, let's say, their early stages. It was like 90, 98, 5, 99. Once it hit, nine, like, the end of 1999 slash 2000, boom, Epic Games instead of Epic Mega Games. So who knows if they got the name <clears throat> or somebody said, let's shorten it. But these decisions are a big deal. And... I like to describe these things because there's a whole world of gaming uh, online. And right now, who knows how many people are playing online or at home. And Epic Games and other companies are the heart of that. These are the producers in this. It's not a music world, but in this gaming world. Yes. They have worked with other companies, obviously, which is pretty cool. But they generate their own content. They've teamed up with other ones, though, uh, other smaller companies. When you realize what works, you start doing it, which is what they did when they hit the Unreal series. That was their big breakout around the year 2000. But prior to that, in 1992, 3, 4, 5, that was their big time. They were pushing real hard in 1992, 3, 4, 5, and they came out with Unreal in 98. So frankly, those years that I was playing all their games, they were trying everything, and they came out wonderful. But later on, they uh, narrowed it down to what was really working. This is a message for life. You expand, like I mentioned in that one episode, you expand, and then you consolidate at some point, which is pretty cool. But I think that the, to me the coolest part is that their first game ever in 1991 was one of my first games that i remember playing zzt frankly i do remember playing a game before then which was my brother's friend's game yeah oh well that was that one too called abyss which had great music i don't have it right play it right now but there's another game called zooks and when did zooks come out uh let's see it was created by, yes, it was It was created by my brother's friend in 1994. <clears throat> so this is also early 90s. What an interesting factoid. And the interesting part is this individual at the time was a guy, uh, but has since switched to being a woman, you know, long ago. I don't remember when it happened, but I remember it was a, it was a thing that occurred. So that's there too. But the game Zooks was fun. You'd be this little guy jumping through, solving little puzzles in like a little world. Not really puzzles. You'd be jumping through a world kind of like Mario. Getting things and opening doors. Yes, these games were the early 90s games. Obviously games have progressed in some form. But there are clear similarities between them one thing that epic games figured out well was making 
your game editable. In ZZT, in 1991, you could make your own map. So that has been popular in games forever. People like to build their own things, add their own part, make it their own. Thus attaching identity to it. And then when you attach identity to it, you like it more, you invest, <coughs> you've invested more. And so you are a fan of that. Early 90s, different time? Not really. I want to say it's a different time, but it might as well be today. Because now today, there's some kids that are playing certain games and they're, they're making certain maps. And like, that was the early time. And then 10 years from now, they look back like, oh, I remember when I played that 10 years ago. So not much changes, but it does upgrade in a little bit form in this blockchain of life. I can't really play games as much now because I don't really enjoy them. I like the people involved. Frankly, when I used to play them, it was more about the people too. That's why I liked big games. I didn't really like one-on-one because I didn't get it. Like, why am I, why am I competing with you? It's just us two. Like, I, I beat you and then I feel good. It's not my style. Some people are, they call that competitive. I don't see it as competitive because I don't see the other person as my competition. So, what do you call that? There are so many games today, but actually there's not. There's like really popular ones. There's many games, but there's fewer that are played by many is the best way to say it. A lot of consolidation. I might have more on this content. Why Why are games relevant? Because as we move forward in skill, there's a bit of a merging between games and life that may take place one day, you know, where it's augmented reality, people walking around. It's sort of like Pokemon Go, where you can walk around and play the game in person. There might be things like that when there's a crossover and that would be very noticed by everybody. ZZT. Yeah, but that game, One Must Fall, 2097, great music. If I include music at the beginning of this episode, it might be hard to transfer to MP3. If so, I'll play it there. Yeah, it should be fine. Who's who's going to be like, oh, gosh, you use the music from the intro of the game from 1994? How dare you? And I'll include that there. So if you heard it at the beginning and at the end... Now you know where it's from. That's not from the game Fortnite, by the way. That's from One Must Fall. Other than that, I'm going to close up this episode, 150, Armin Show Podcast. How did we get here? Just going from one, two, three. That's how you build something. You build a wall brick by brick. Glad to have you on the listening end. Also, I'm doing more listening. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. That's a key in life. And we'll see you on the next one. We are out.